Welcome, everyone, and thank you for your kind attention for our episode today of Choose Kindness. Choosing kindness for yourself and for others takes on different forms. And as we discussed in our first episode, it is like a triangle with each point connected, and the three points are mental wellness, emotional wellness, and physical wellness. In order to choose kindness intentionally and appropriately, we must do so with these three pillars. In today's episode, we will key in on choosing kindness with nutrition. Now to clarify one thing, I want to shy away from looking at these three things as distinct entities from each other. While this is true sometimes, it is better to view these as a blend of each other. And in order to illustrate this, nutrition, while it is physical, also is mental and emotional. If we discount the latter elements, then we rarely find success with the former. So as we like to do, let's establish our foundation and build this house with its windows and doors later as we examine kindness in nutrition. We will begin with a rudimentary understanding of basic nutrition and how the macronutrients work. Then we will look at how these things look on a plate, and then we will finish with how to apply this information with regards to healthy mental and emotional health. As we begin, a firm foundation is rooted in understanding. So we're going to get technical here as we look to understand elements of proper nutrition and then expand our understanding with this information. Most of us, I am sure, have heard of the term balanced meal. However, I fear that this term has been thrown around so much that it either has lost its force or its meaning altogether. In order to understand what a balanced meal looks like, we need to look at three things, protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Now we are going to give these a cursory overview, as the purpose of today's episode is not to leave as dietitians, but rather have a better understanding of how to choose kindness physically in your day-to-day life. In order to understand these three adequately, we must look at calories as a whole. If I were to ask you what are calories, what would be your answer? If you replied with a unit of energy, you are correct. For now, let's look at calories to living organisms as watts are to light bulbs. Out of this idea of calories, it serves as the umbrella for protein, carbs, and fat. If we were looking through a telescope and saw a planet that was called calories, that would be the overarching piece. But if we heighten the focus of the telescope to get closer, we would see the pieces that comprise it. These are protein, carbs, and fat. Now picture protein as a smaller Lego structure. I don't care what shape comes to mind, whether it is a tower or an abstract cat, but picture this Lego structure as having 21 total blocks that make it what it is. With protein, it is a structure that is built by building blocks called amino acids. Of the 21 total amino acids, nine of them must come from food. This is where you may see terms or buzzwords such as complete proteins. Just because something has protein does not mean it has all the protein that is either made bioavailable for the body, nor does it mean it may have all of the amino acids you need. Now, I don't want you to stress out over this. In the fitness industry, there is a lot of obsession over small details and having everything exactly right, but not every instance necessarily calls for that. Now, we will break this down later when we address how to apply this mentally. But keep your Lego structure in mind, and if you were to take away nine of the pieces, it is either going to look off, really weird, or just totally fall apart. Getting not only protein, but appropriate protein, is essential for optimal healthy living. You may notice dips in your mood or trouble losing or gaining healthy weight, issues with fatigue, and the list can go on. I'm not a doctor, nor am I offering any diagnosis. However, getting a good idea of what your daily protein intake is may serve well in improving in some of these areas. You may not be protein deficient, but becoming more intentional with your protein can go a long way in choosing kindness for yourself. The primary responsibility for protein is to ensure that your cells run optimally, and it aids in the building up of your organs and body tissues, such as muscle. And as we move along to carbohydrates, I must say that I do feel sympathy for carbs. They often get a bad rap, and a lot of people associate carbs with weight gain directly or fat gain. 
and I want to be clear, on a very basic level, it is about energy output versus energy intake, or more commonly known, calories in versus calories out. When we engage in activity, we put out energy. When we eat or drink, we are putting in energy. Carbs are the body's favorite source to turn to for energy or short-term energy. We see carbs primarily making up fruits, vegetables, and starches. Personally, if I could eat pasta for every meal, I doubt I would grow tired of it, but I digress. Your body breaks down these carbs and it turns it into glucose or sugar. You may have heard of complex carbs versus simple carbs. Again, please rid yourself of any notions that one is better or contains any intrinsic moral value to itself. Complex carbs aren't necessarily good and sugars aren't necessarily bad. It is all about how the body uses it. All carbs turn into sugar to some degree while all sugars are carbs. All it really is is that simple carbs are comprised of one or two sugar molecules, while complex carbs contain three or more. What is going on here is that complex carbs take longer for your body to break down for energy, as there is more to them, whereas simple carbs are more readily available for energy use. Now effects on blood sugar and other things are a topic for another day, and we will go into more depth on each of these in later episodes. But I want you to have a rough understanding of what is going on on your plate as we choose kindness in a balanced meal. And lastly, we are going to turn to fat. Now I'm not saying that we are turning into a thing of fat. Rather, we are going to examine fat, the macronutrient. This is a more delicate subject I want to tread carefully with, because all of us to some degree deal with body image phobias or stresses. And please, don't think yourself vain for it being a concern. Vanity is merely an extreme elevation of a valid concern. It is okay to want to look good and feel good, as these two elements go hand in hand. But fat, the macronutrient, just the same as carbs, does not lead to obesity in of itself. And fat, the macronutrient, shouldn't be automatically correlated with adipose tissue or excess fat on the body. Fat has a plethora of benefits and functions for the body, and is essential for life. It is also the most dense of the macronutrients on a caloric level. Protein and carbs roughly work out to be 4 calories per gram, whereas fat works out to approximately 9 calories per gram. For today, we will look at fat as the key to good hormone balance and long-term energy. To recap our macronutrients, protein is the construction worker in the hard hat, building up cells and tissues in the body. Carbohydrates are the peppy cheerleader that gives that quick burst of energy and excitement. And fat is the scientist in a lab coat, ensuring processes and hormones are running smoothly, providing the appropriate balance in hormones and long-term energy use. Now, as we examine these three elements under the canopy of calories, we gain a better understanding of choosing kindness physically. In order to get the most out of your nutrition, we should use two lenses strategic implementation, and overall enjoyment. These should be used in appropriate balance with each other in order to choose kindness. Kindness is balance here, not excessive favoring of either side. The everyday person is not a machine nor meant to function like one. You can only eat so much chicken and broccoli. Strategic implementation acknowledges optimal choices, whereas overall enjoyment takes into account actually enjoying what you are eating. Kindness is balance. In order to have an overall diet that helps your body run optimally, we need a balance of the appropriate protein, carbs, and fat. So what a balanced meal or balanced diet overall looks like incorporates a healthy balance of each of these macronutrients. An example would be having a good protein, whether it is chicken, fish, tofu, or a leaner red meat, and having some sort of carb sources like rice, pasta, fruits, or veggies, and then getting the appropriate fat from things like olive oil when you cook, or darker meats such as turkey and steak, or nuts for those that prefer a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. There is an abundance of other things to fit into these categories, but this serves as a short basic list to get you going and help you picture that balance. If you feel your diet is lacking or something that can be improved, 
I encourage you to write out a list of food you regularly eat and try to write next to each item whether it is a protein, carb, or fat, or a mixture of two or all of these. For example, most of your red meat can fall in the category of protein and fat. Then after this, keep a food journal for a week or so of what your basic meals look like. Please avoid obsessing over these things, and we will touch on this subject shortly. Merely use it as a roadmap for you to have an enlightened view of yourself and dietary habits. In order to improve something, we must understand the basic structure of that which we are trying to improve. Choose kindness in taking that step to better understand. In light of that, as we understand balance, I want to touch on a similar note that we did earlier with vanity. My heart for you in potentially improving overall nutrition is for you to be intentional but not obsessive. And trust me, I understand the pain and difficulty here because it is a struggle. I myself can tend to be an all-or-nothing person. It is easy to dive in and try to make yourself a machine when it comes to nutrition. But my friend, that is not the goal, nor is that choosing kindness for yourself. Choosing kindness for yourself physically is making good choices while also enjoying what you eat. Food is a gift, and it is meant to be enjoyed. And I fear many of you have been robbed of that joy in some way or another. But I offer you hope in that you can grow in your mindset and relationship with food. You are not broken. Choose kindness and acknowledge that. Your relationship with food is not a reflection of you. Making good choices is more than just eating the most nutritious and strategically beneficial food for optimal performance. It is also making good choices with things you enjoy and like. And yes, ice cream is included in that. The occasional cinnamon roll or a drink you enjoy are also good choices in moderation. And we will touch on this more as the holidays grow closer. Enjoy the food you eat and make sure in your effort to improve doesn't bring on a state of deprivation. Choose kindness in balance. If you struggle mentally with food, or your relationship really isn't the best with it, or you have a hard time knocking certain cravings and indulge more than you feel is okay, it is okay to not be okay. Sit down with yourself and give yourself time to think about it. What is my issue here? Why do I think this issue is occurring? And what steps can I take to choose kindness? This may be simply seeking an accountability partner to help you be on track. Or it may involve deeper help and you consulting a counselor or therapist for someone professional to talk to. Whatever this looks like, please take these steps as we move forward together. And as you make these adjustments, you will be amazed by the dramatic impact it can have on your sleep, overall moods, energy levels, and day-to-day -day living. Choosing kindness recognizes the areas we need to improve and taking those steps to improve. Sometimes those steps are taken in solidarity. However, it is also okay to ask for help and lean on others. If there's anything I can do to help you, or direct you further or connect you with someone further on this issue, please reach out by emailing choosekindnessllc at gmail.com. I don't have all the answers, but it can be a start to figuring out where to take that next step and directing you where to go from here. Thank you for choosing kindness and your attention in today's episode. As a community, it is important to take this whole approach in choosing kindness by focusing on the physical, mental, and emotional. If you aren't following already, please subscribe by hitting the follow button and share with a friend. Episodes are released Tuesdays and Fridays, and as we grow in our understanding together over a variety of topics, we can choose kindness for ourselves and others. Choose kindness with me, and let us grow together. Music